0: As long as banks have existed, cybercriminals have been targeting them to steal money. So as financial institutions and their customers have moved towards online services, bank robbers have become malicious hackers. No longer do criminals need to blow up a bank vault in order to make off with of millions of dollars. They can now do it over the internet. I'm Danny Palmer. This is ZDNet Security Update. And with me to talk about cyber attacks against banks is Tom Kellerman, head cybersecurity strategist at VMware Carbon Black. Thanks for joining me, Tom. So off, um, I guess it's an obvious question, but why are attackers going after banks and how challenging is, is a, a target are they?
1: Well, in the third edition of the Modern Bank Heist Report, what we're appreciating now is that because of the Western world's influx of capital into both banks and into civilians' bank accounts uh, due to the stimulus necessary to combat this global depression, uh, you see more and more cybercrime syndicates taking advantage of the situation, as well as nation states that are offsetting economic sanctions uh, by targeting these financial institutions. I would note, though, that the bank heist itself has dramatically escalated. Um, it's not just a question of stealing monies anymore.
0: And well, that's the thing. I mean, I guess in the olden days, I mean, when you think of bank heist, you think of Westerns and blowing up bank vaults and the like but nowadays it's as you say it's not just money in there people's entire lives are in there names addresses contact books i guess you know, if you're targeting uh, online accounts usernames and passwords which could open doors to everything else in the us um, social security numbers are obviously a big deal as well so it's a treasure trove of, of data
1: and what what the cyber criminal syndicates have appreciated it is also that once you commandeer the infrastructure of a financial institution, there's no point in leaving. Um, They're gonna fight to stay persistent in that infrastructure, and they they do so in a myriad of ways. But what they've truly appreciated is that the brand of the financial institution can be used against their customers, that they can commandeer the digital transformation efforts, the FinTech endeavors, and use those platforms to attack, directly attack, the customers who venture into those environments.
0: So how would attackers go about conducting uh, these campaigns? I mean, let's start with that uh, first example. I mean, what does a typical attack against an online banking customer look like?
1: Well, first, let's appreciate how they're targeting the customer in general. Uh, They're commandeering the endpoint device that is uh, controlled by some bank employee, using the VPN tunnel to tunnel past the network security defenses of the financial institution moving laterally within the institution until they get to um, the web server or until they get to the mobile application or the apis developed for fintech and then pushing out fileless malware from those vantage points to target consumers as well as employees of that financial institution this type of island hopping has increased and it's occurring 33 percent of the time in today's environment but it doesn't end there and that's why we stress that there's a transition this escalation between a bank heist. To a hostage situation, because destructive attacks are up, that they're more willing to move destructive payloads against the customer and the financial institution as a direct response to the defender
0: reacting to them being
1: within that environment.
0: That's certainly an interesting development. I mean, I suppose the question is is here. I mean, why are attackers resorting to uh, uh, being destructive uh, in this way uh, against against banks? I mean, it, it almost seems in a way as if it's sort of uh, killing the golden goose? Well, you know, they already have
1: persistence in the infrastructure and it's not widespread destruction. Mostly it's meant for the purposes of counter-incident response. They're burning the evidence, uh, trying to um, use destructive attacks like wiper malware or not Petya style ransomware attacks within the institution to punish the defender, to slow the defender down, inhibit law enforcement's reaction to themselves. To that point, uh, ransomware attacks are up 900% in the sector. And then this is compounded by this reality that most bank CISOs that were surveyed in this study are acknowledging that there's been dramatic increases of sophistication of these criminal syndicates. And in large part, that's due to the nature of which uh, modern malware attacks, fileless malware, and living off the land attacks have been very successful at undermining the security posture of perimeter defense, defense in-depth network security postures.
0: I guess that's the thing with ransomware is, you know, you can, they, attackers can make large sums of monies uh, from a bank you know, over, you know, over upwards of a million dollars, uh, not by stealing uh, directly from accounts, but holding the bank hostage because if, you know, a bank's services are down, that means customers don't have access to their finances, which is obviously going to cause a lot of problems, uh, you know, in many different ways.
1: It does, but when it becomes even more problematic is when they don't actually ask for ransom, Uh, when they drop ransomware in a system so that they can obfuscate the long-term criminal conspiracies that they're leveraging against the institution. There are a myriad of ways to make money uh, from a financial institution, but most importantly, I think that the hacker community at large has appreciated that non public market information is more valuable than wire transfer. And if they can sit on a portfolio manager's endpoint and understand the strategic investments that may be placed by that financial institution in the coming weeks or days, they can essentially front
0: run that transaction or conduct digital insider trader. So it sounds as if, as if these uh, criminal groups are you know, highly sophisticated operations. You mentioned that there's some nation state activity involved as well. I mean, it's not. You know, there's always the cliche of you know, hacking is done by kids in their sort of bedrooms and whatnot. But mm-hmm. when it comes to this sort of thing, it's a highly organized sorry, uh, criminal operation. I mean, I keep going back to the, uh, the example of, you know, stealing money from banks. But I guess, you know, today, if you're a, a criminal syndicate, uh, a, a gang or a mafia, this is a, a, a good way as any to uh, make money.
1: This is the best way. In addition to that, you can you can maintain omniscience and become telepathic with your victims in permanence. Um, specifically, North Korea has offset the majority of their economic sanctions through targeted attacks against the financial sector. But what's notable is that North Korean hackers have become dramatically more sophisticated and much more organized. They are modeling their attack kill chain on the on the Russian Eastern European kill chains that has been very successful against financial institutions in the past, and we. As we deal, as we grapple with COVID, as we appreciate the, the pandemic that we are all facing and, and the nature in which we are conducting telework in order to preserve our physical health, um, the adversary is fully aware that this is the vulnerable time. Uh, this is the moment in history in which they can commandeer the digital transformation efforts of these very secure financial institutions because VPN tunnels do allow malware to move through them.
0: So, what is it that banks need to be doing and, and need to, in order to try to stop themselves falling victim to these kind of uh, sophisticated cyber criminal campaigns?
1: Well they should assume that there's already an adversary somewhere in the infrastructure. I mean as evidenced by a VMware Carbon Black report we noted a Black Hat last year that access mining is actually a thing that hackers are profiling systems that are sensitive within corporations or banks and they are selling access to those systems for $5,000 or more for a limited time. So Assume that someone's already in the vault when you close up shop for the day, metaphorically. Conduct cyber threat hunting exercises on a regular basis. Assume that your senior executives as they telecommute, as they telework, uh, their devices will be commandeered and limit their capacity to do damage to the institution by deploying micro-segmentation, by deploying application control, by only allowing uh, administrative privileges to be just in time, not in perpetuity and by increasing visibility across your entire infrastructure through wide-scale deployment of EDR, endpoint detection response, uh, to ensure that any behavioral anomalies that are identified can be suppressed.
0: And then finally, uh, what is it that we, as uh, bank customers, uh, consumers, uh, whatever you may call us, can do in order to stay alert to uh, cyber attacks targeting banks? And uh, What can we do in order to Try not to uh, be a victim in all of this?
1: Well, first of all, we should demand and expect more from our banks. Uh, we shouldn't just transact with a financial institution because they have a better interest rate. Um, it should be about their seriousness and how they approach cybersecurity as a whole. And they should relay that information to us. Uh, in addition, we need to protect our laptops that are actually conducting the transactions and limit the capacity of the laptop to hurt ourselves or to allow for for these criminals to steal our finances. And so the laptop should be, when when conducting financial uh, accounting or or whatnot or financial transactions, that laptop should be relegated to one of the two networks on the router that no other smart device and no other device has access to. That laptop should be updated the latest operating systems and latest applications prior to conducting such a transaction. That laptop should have run a next gen antivirus scan on it prior to conducting a financial transaction. And the profile that you use on that laptop to conduct financial transactions should not have administrative privileges. You should almost have a guest profile with no administrative privileges that you use to conduct finance to limit the capacity of an adversary to maintain persistence on your laptop or your desktop when you conduct financial transactions. And then lastly, use Mozilla as your browser. Of all the mainstream browsers out there, it is more secure. I would compare it to a Bulletproof Suburban versus the motorcycles that we currently use to access the
0: web. Thanks, Tom. That's some really great advice on uh, how to stay safe from uh, these attacks and uh, what what cyber criminals are up to. And um, thanks for joining me on ZDNet Security Update. And for more on staying safe online and more news and advice on cybersecurity, Please check out the rest of this series. And there's also plenty of news articles and features on ZDNet as well. Uh, Thanks for watching.